Hey, I'm Savin Gavia, and you are now listening to Can I Play a Play live every Sunday at 2.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Make sure you check out these good fellas at www.facebook.com forward slash playology. And also, make sure to get your copy of the new book entitled Who Is She and What Is She to You on Amazon or worldmovement.com. Can I Play a Play? <laughs> oh, pretty soon. Good enough. I'm on it as you squeeze me like you need me. It's literally just a seat because you got my knees sweet. I'm ready for whatever, baby, don't tease me. I need it like yesterday, continue as you please me. I'm here to testify you all that I got. Let's make it happen while I wait now, leave it. I'm not ready. Love me like a brother. Love me like a
what's good, world? Your boy, Pretty Tony, in the building, 2.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Can I play a play rolling live, you know? We've been low-key for a moment. Me and my man, K. Bizzle, K. Diddy, K. whatever you want to call him. You know what I mean? Scooter down in the back seat with the shotgun. K. Bizzle, what's good, family? What's up, what's up, what's up? And I'll put it out there correctly. It's K. Dizzle, the elixir of love. Love Tonic. <laughs> love, love, tonic didn't, look, love Tonic didn't do it justice, so I wanted to be the elixir of love. Oh. That's who's coming to you live with Pretty Tony today on Counter Player Play. Uh, I swear you got issues. I swear you got issues, dog. Well, that's anyway, okay. that's okay. I ain't in denial like some folks, so let's get it cracked. <laughs> <laughs> we are back, ladies and gentlemen. We had to take a little hiatus, get some things worked out, some things straightened out, get the focus refreshed. This week we're talking about lost love, and we're going to be joined by the wonderful author, Ms. M.J. Duffy, to talk about her new book, Lost Love. We're going to chop it up with her a little bit. As usual, we're going to um, piss a few people off. Uh, we're going to encourage a few people. Um, we're going to put a thought in some people's mind. But um, I hope y'all missed us as much as we missed y'all, but we're back live in the building. Can I play a play? The switchboard is lit up. I see everybody. I see all the folks in the chat room. Dang, we feel special. So uh, yeah. feel love. Yeah, we feel love. So we're we rolling hard this week, you know what I mean? Um, as always, uh, always, me and Kate Bizzle always want to put it out there how much we appreciate the hundreds and the thousands of y'all that take time out of your day to check us out in our archives or listen to us and download us to your phones. We're just two brothers up here with issues, and we got a little platform, and we work. Hold on. I got some impatient people here on the uh, the switchboard. One one one, welcome to the show. You better not appreciate me because I don't appreciate you two having gone. Oh, okay. That 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 go the neighborhood. But yeah, you hold on. the neighborhood hold on. has officially been gentrified. That's the neighborhood right. has officially been gentrified. Well, whatever the hell you guys had to had to do, I hope it's done because I've been here a couple of times and I, all I heard was joy, joy, and I said, "Oh no, I'm not getting on the show. Joy's on the show." Then I realized it was a repeat. Well, thank you because everybody don't have a repeat to play. <laughs> thank you for letting our listeners know. So, how you guys been? Hey, Tony, I think our guest has arrived. Oh yes, we're definitely gonna let the um the lovely Miss uh MJ Duffy in to chop it up with us about a little about her um her novel, I should say her book, Lost Love. Boy, so she can she she put a she's put a new twist on the whole uh uh, uh thing about love and um gonna let her in, K Diddy. Let's welcome Miss well, MJ Duffy. It's the origin, man. I mean uh Boy, I've got some stuff going on in that book that's, whoo, <laughs> Miss Duffy, you on live. Say hello. Well, hello to everybody. And well, hello. <laughs> and that's pretty Tony <laughs> and anybody um, else that's sitting there with you. I, I'm going to tell you something, though, uh, Miss Duffy. 
I think I need a Zankly in my life. I really do. I need a Zankly wife to be married to because uh, she got some powers that I need personally in my life, you know? Well, absolutely. But what I want to say to you is you are a Zankly. All right? You know what? You are. And Zonkleys attract. Zonkleys attract Zonkley. Oh man. Okay, there so that's the, that's the that's the proper pronunciation, right? Zonkley. Yes, it is Zonkley. Zonkley. Okay. Yes. Now, yes, it is. While we have you on the air, um, for everybody who's not um familiar with your book, the name of her um Lost Love. Tell the good people what exactly the Zonkley Chronicles are all about. Well, it's about a people that are from the dawn of time. Even though they're walking around in present day, they have powers and gifts that are astronomical. And one of the things about a Zonkli that is extremely unique is that they're incapable of evil or wrongdoing. And they are gifted because of that with these extraordinary powers that include moving through time and space, talking telepathically, self-healing, and some really dynamite love uh, persona. Did I shock you or take you off the phone? No, not yet. You haven't shocked us. I'm, I'm going to tell you something, Ms. Duncan. I have to be 100% honest with you. When I saw your photograph and I, you know, read a few excerpts from the book, I, you know, your, your photograph, when I saw it, it just makes me want to say, like, you know, the professor walked in the room and you're like, good morning, Miss Duffy, how are you today? <laughs> well, and you know, then, I get that all the time. I do get that all the time. But then when you read a line or a couple lines out of the book, you're like, nah, those two don't go together. I swear they don't, but there it is. But that's just it. They do go together because life is to be lived. And just because you have an extraordinary life that you're living doesn't mean that you have to wear it on your forehead. Part of what I always talk about in my workshops is that when I walk into the room, you don't have to know my present or past history. You have to just meet me and wonder a little bit about me. So, yes. Oh, yes, 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 <laughs> you do. Yes. And a part of what I really do believe is that men, and I know this is a man show that attracts <laughs> a lot of women, really like the mystery. Not only do they like the mystery, they like the chase. Now, they don't always like, want to catch you, but they certainly like to chase you. You know what? Say that again, Ms. Duffy, because a lot of women still don't get that. That okay. sometimes it is indeed the chase. Yes, it is. It is the it is the the give and the take. It's the hmm. I wonder mm-hmm. what the next move will be. Exactly. It's the mystery and the mystique, and it is about the chase. And if a man doesn't have to pursue you, where is there the challenge? And you know, we are all primal animals. At the at the beginning, at the end of the game, we're animals. And, you know, I had a very wonderful person who told me at one time, we're only, what is it, six degrees away from being chimpanzees? Wow. (laughs) So the bottom line is men do like to chase, 
And if we as women allow them to do it, and you know what? The, the, the issue always is they don't necessarily want to catch you. And when they have, let's say, caught you, then a part of what you have to do is never let them know you're caught. Hey, I had to stand up because your voice had hypnotized me. But I, I got a, I got a question though. I want I want to learn that zankly thing where I could uh, uh, have sex and, and teleport it. I mean telepathically because the way gas is now, you know that chase thing is kind of hard. So. Love it. Well, part of what we all have, we have been gifted with an imagination. And I started out by saying, and believe me, I believe you are a Zonkly. I really do. You couldn't do the things that you're doing now and somehow be able to expand and share your gifts with all of us every week if you weren't a Zonkly. So you are one, so we can stop that. Also, your imagination must be phenomenal. And I well, you say, say that. that. Well, I say, say it because I went to your blog, and I went to the people that you have been interviewing and chatting with for the last months. And when I went in and I looked at it and I looked at your su- your subjects, and then I listened to some of it, then I said, that's a Zonkley. And by the way, I'm going to send you some things that say you are a Zonkley man. Well, no, take that. I'm not. I'm not happy being from the same tribe as KD. There's no way me and him are related. <laughs> we got too much. We got, you know. I'll proceed. You know what? Coming from you, and, and I have to tell you something, Mister. Your and KD is right. Your voice definitely has this word I'm looking for here: a soothing effect. Because everybody oh, knows man, I don't get quiet to nobody. That, that. That's that couch casting thing, buddy. That's when you be sitting on the couch and she be telling you stuff, and then she be saying the hours up. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Okay, because <laughs> you know I don't get quiet very often, and since she's been talking, my mind has just been like, oh, right. yeah, okay. so's mine. <laughs> well, <Uh-oh>. you said <laughs> I don't know which one asked me, so just say your name because I'm not catching the differences in your voices at the moment. But the bottom line is and I really do mean this, is that, you know, romance, love, is really holistic. And people don't get that. And I've said this over and over again in the workshops. Once you get it, you've got it. And there isn't too much that can stop you from being at the front of the game. Can I ask a question? Yes. Uh, My name is Joe. Okay, hey, Joe, how are you? Okay. Hi, Joe. Uh, I'm not a Zonkling, by the way. <laughs> you are a Zonkling. You are a Zonkling. Uh, let me ask you this. Yes. Mm, about romance. Do you, uh, what makes romance sour? And don't worry, uh, Tony and Diddy, I'm not going to ruin the show tonight. <laughs> so, what makes a romance go sour? You know, it has a lot to do with it no longer being a romance. And you've taken the mystique out, you've taken the mystery out, and you've taken the charm out. For example, most men, and I have young women um, who are around me and who are attending workshops. And by the way, I have some young men who are attending the workshops. And one of the things that I've said to them is that you have to create this picture in the mind. 
When I write a book, my goal is to paint pictures on the walls of your mind. Now, that's, that's my goal. That is what I want to do. That is what I will do. If you do the same thing within a romantic relationship, you know, if you all really admit to the truth as men, it's not necessarily getting in the bed with a woman. That could take two to 25 minutes. Maybe if you're really good, it may take an hour. But the bottom line is, it's the imagination and where it takes you while you're involved in the relationship. I have said that if you're really good at what you do, and this is answering your question about romance, a man or a woman, whoever your mate is, doesn't have to climb into bed with you and sink into your body at all. You can bring them to climax with your voice, with your thoughts, and with your imagination. Um, you know what? That's pretty Tony speaking to you, Miss Duffy. That's what I'm talking about right there. Hey, pretty Tony. It is, not, it is not always a physical thing because a lot of times the physical aspects of a relationship suffers a, a downfall as time goes by. But it is all about the person that you're with. And a lot of times, and I tell you, you know, they have this thing, they, they call it game. They call it whatever they want to call it. But you should, somebody should feel a certain way about you based upon the, the, your, your companionship, the content of your conversation. Oh, um, um, the, the, the way, you know, if a bad day is going on, they should be able to see you and feel like, oh, man, they go a ray of sunshine rather than think there's a damn thunderstorm of brewing. Uh, you know, yes, absolutely. And and as I said, once you get that, you really have it. And once you have it, if you want romance in your life, it will stay. Now, a part of what I share is there are real medicinal benefits of romance. And romance is not necessarily sex which is what you just said and what I have been saying. Of course, ideally, if it's the right situation, it will lead to this phenomenal union. And you know if you read the book, there were some phenomenal unions. I, 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 yes, they were. Yes. yes, they were. So if, if that's what's happening, if you have this phenomenal union, and it can be vicarious, you don't have to actually have it in real time. This is why romance and romantic books sell so well, because many women are participating in vicarious sex, which is probably the safest sex you can have. And at that time, a chemical is secreted in your brain. And that chemical gives you the same feeling, believe it or not, and I'm going to use this parallel because it's what's used scientifically, as crack cocaine. And it is a jolt of adrenaline and excitement that keeps a woman from becoming bitter and a man from becoming grouchy. Now, they, this is what has been studied scientifically and it is known. So having romance in your life Real time is wonderful, wonderful. 
do you all, do you, any of you guys remember the first time you fell in love? Uh, no. Or you were probably 13 or 14. <laughs> Are you going to say that? Oh, no. No. Me. <laughs> hey, 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 MJ, MJ, yeah. this, this yeah. is K Diddy. This is this. That's a deep question because a lot of guys, and I happen to be one of them, we didn't even know we was in love till it was over. Wow, wow. That that's a, there you go. That's a very profound statement, um, K Diddy. You know, and, and that's the took, truth of the matter. Took, it took that. It took that. To cause me to grow up Because once I realized what I had That was part of my journey To grow But I didn't know what it was You know what I mean Until I had to look back on it My goodness You know that's deep I always say that more than likely Most men Fell in love the first time When they were 13 to 17 Their first love I had a friend that told me about an experience he had with a young girl, his first sexual encounter. And what had happened was it was raining buckets this day. And he shared with me how he had he was living in the South, and it was raining hard, and there was this tin roof, and there was this pounding on the tin roof when he made love to this girl. He was very young, and she was too. And he said then, I fell in love. And very much like what you said, he didn't realize it until much later in life that he had fallen deeply in love and irrevocably in love and that it was only later. Now, it's generally a very young experience or it is an experience that you have midlife because initially you're so innocent and so willing to open yourself to another human being? Can I get an affirmation there? Yes, yes, ma'am. I, Duffy, I have to tell you something. The problem is, you see, with your voice, you make me want to sign up for therapy right now. I, I just want to come lay on the couch and just tell you all my sins right now. I'm being honest with you. Well, you know, one of the things that I have done and have learned to do over time was to talk to a person the way I want to be talked to. Oh, you see, we like you already. I'm going to tell you something, Miss Duffy. You are the first woman to ever come on this show and have all of us quiet. Normally by now one of us would have cracked a joke because this is a testosterone-driven show. (laughs) It it really is. There's no two ways about it. You are the first woman to come on here, and we're all just quiet, and I'm telling you, I'm just sitting here thinking, like, I want to sign up for therapy right now because your voice and your demeanor makes me like she understands me. She gets me. All right. Well, you know, I want to say that it's maturity, but it isn't. It's about realizing that we want the same thing. Now, yes, you are from Mars, and I am from Venus, but we want the same things, don't we? Yes, that's we want to be uh, appreciated. We that's be... the first thing we want, ma'am. That's it. Appreciate. And baby, do me a favor. Please call me MJ. 
Yes, MJ. You ain't uh, all, right. all right. All right uh, now. Uh, okay. Hear that voice. Okay. Oh, jeez. I've never heard Tony say it like that. Oh, <laughs> oh yes, MJ. Oh, you Ooh. do have him. Oh, he is. Hey, oh, he's in romance film now. MJ, we're going to have to have you come through more, boy. You can put him in the quiet like that. <laughs> Um, for everybody tuning in, we're on with the wonderful Miss MJ Duffy, author of the book Lost Love. Um, MJ, please tell the people your, your website so they can come and check you out, see what you're about, get to know you, and where can they get copies of the book? Fantastic. First of all, my you can email me, anybody, MJ at MJDuffy.net. My website is www.mjduffy.net. You can buy the book through Kindle. You can buy the book at Amazon, or you can buy the book at my website. Preferably, you're going to buy the book at my website. That way, I will be able to autograph it, and we can establish a relationship. That's what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. The lovely Miss MJ Duffy, who has come on and shut the show down, had us all mesmerized, got Joe calling me out talking about Yes MJ. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he even had he even had Joe on quiet, boy. Well, you know that was yeah, amazing. You you guys are, I'm on you guys quiet for, I'm on quiet because I'm on quiet. Well, you are fabulous for the ego. Let me let me share with you a little bit more about the Zonkley because I wrote into that book everything I really believe and am committed to in life. If you remember, there was a relationship that was totally monogamous. The commitment of the Zonkley to his mate is lifetime commitment. Now, do I believe that there's only one person in the universe for each one of us? Absolutely. Do I believe that we're going to meet that person? Absolutely not. I don't know if we will all be gifted or blessed with that uh, experience. We may not. I do know, though, that when you're with a person, it demands and commands that kind of commitment. And when you give it, there is a boomerang effect. It will come back to you. If you're cheating and you're dividing your attention between one person and another person, look out, buddy. Look out because you know what? You will never have it coming back to you. Man. Real talk, MJ, real talk. I, I, we, I, I'm trying to hang on here. But um, we're going to take a quick little break. Don't go anywhere. We are on with the lovely Miss MJ Duffy, author of the book Lost Love. You know, Joe from Montana is here, and he's mm-hmm. actually behaving himself. Oh, and of course, yep. <laughs> uh, K. Diddy is here, and your boy Pretty Tony. So glad, everybody. I see you in the chat room, all the guests tuning in. Glad to have you, everybody, on the switchboard. Um, we'll be right back. Marvin got to do a little thing for us.
Welcome back to Kill Player Play, your boy, Pretty Tony, rolling live. Once again, welcoming everybody back to the show. Glad to have you, along with the man always riding shotgun, K. Dizzle, the elixir. I'm not even going to do the voice. I'll let him do it himself. You know. Go ahead, put it out there. The elixir of love, but we're going to keep it rolling because everybody knows who it is. I saturate, penetrate. <laughs> Dog. Anyway, um, earlier on the show, we and we still have her with us. We had the lovely Miss MJ Duffy, author of the book Lost Love and the Zonkly Chronicles. And um, Miss Duffy, are you still with us, MJ? I absolutely, am. I'm right here. I have. As I as I was reading your press release, something struck me, and I, and I wanted to touch on this because I found it to be very inspirational. Um, in your early life. You suffer from dyslexia, and a lot of people suffer from it. And you, you, you persevered and rose above dyslexia to the point where you're writing books and stuff. Now, is there anything you'd want to tell somebody out there, one of our listening audience, who is that it's like a stigma that they're ashamed of suffering well, from dyslexia? Exactly. The first thing is, don't be ashamed. And it is something that definitely is manageable and can be overcome. And mine simply, with age, many of us uh, will begin to catalog the letters and numbers the way they should be. For me, it was reading Gone with the Wind. And that's when I fell in love with that genre, that kind of book, romance. And I couldn't get enough of it, so I started reading. I don't care if it's comic books. I don't care if it is a sexually explicit book. I don't care if it's sports. Read what you like, and as you read, if reading is one of the issues, mine was across the board, reading, math, directions. To this day, I do not know my left from my right, and the only way I can differentiate is by looking at something and taking my hand and moving my writing hand, which I know is my right hand. So I want to encourage anyone who has dyslexia, first of all, you are not stupid. Einstein had dyslexia. Hugh Hefner has dyslexia. Uh, Tom Cruise has it. So many people we admire and respect and have learned from has that disease, if you want to call that, or that challenge. And so just to make a long story short, do not despair. Absolutely, absolutely, and that that moved me when I read your press release because um, on Can a Player Play, one of the big platforms that we stand on here is trying to encourage people to not let the circumstances of their life become a de- uh, a defining factor because the circumstances you may not be able to do anything about, but it's the definition of what your life can be and will be is where you hold the keys and the reins to your life. Um. Hallelujah. It has been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. You have came along and calmed down this testosterone-driven show, and that's great. Uh, Tony. Yes, Joe. Um, before your guest leaves, can you do me a favor? Please. Yes. Uh, not you, MJ. I'm, okay. It's Tony. Uh, Tony, can you say MJ like you did before? <laughs> 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 uh, 
I was being a good boy. What I was like, okay, MJ. Oh, 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 you don't know, man. Hey, 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 Joe. Well, yeah. I have yeah. been delighted, and I really mm. love this. My goal had been to read a segment from my book, and I, I know I've Go used... ahead. Go mm. ahead. The floor is yours. Okay. I will. It will take about three minutes, but I'll read something that gives some of your listeners an idea of what the book is like. John was still staring at Tyler. She was the type of woman one could not overlook. She was simply breathtaking. He supposed it would be impossible to duplicate the creamy perfection of her skin, even of a glossy layout in Vogue magazine. Damn, he thought. She's drop-dead gorgeous. Not the painted artificial look of a Hollywood glam, but naturally gorgeous. Hair, curves, lips to die for. Shit, John thought. Angelina Jolie's got nothing on you, sweetheart. Down, boy. John silently warned himself, keep it business. Remember, you've got a wife and baby at home. Next to him, Andre Dunn felt as if he had been hit by a two-ton truck. Tyler Mueller was the most stunningly beautiful woman he had ever seen, and he had seen plenty lovely women around the world, but nothing about her was, everything about her was incredible. Holy shit, who put her together? Her skin looked like milky soft, was looked milky soft and begged for attention. He wanted to give her a slow, sensuous lick. And what was that fucking hum? His body was actually vibrating. Andre's mind raced. He pictured himself intertwined with this woman, imagined the way he would stroke, pet, and caress her. He stepped back in shock. His body became still, motionless, like a huge predator cat before mating. He had never responded to a woman this way before. He was on fire, and he opened his senses and took in her scent, forever imprinting it on his mind. Hello? Hello? I'm waiting for Tony. (laughs) (laughs) I want to invite everyone to please, please buy my book. I think you're in for a real, real thrilling experience. That's www.mjduffy.com. You can call our offices at area code 323-293-9108. Thank and you. I, and I could definitely say this is Kate Dizzle, the elixir of love. The book is all of that because I want to learn some stuff in that book. And for me to say it, huh. <laughs> Thank you so much. I I really this has been a delight. I will be tuning in every Sunday afternoon. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you so up. much. All Thank right. you so much, MJ, All for right. joining us, ladies and gentlemen. That was author MJ, MJ Duffy, Duffy in the author of the book Lost Love. Uh, you can get it on Amazon. You can always Google her, look her up. Um, she came through representing for the ladies, you know. She had that voice that got us boys uh, under control on the show. But you know what it is? She, we like to say she had a little bit of game because one of the first things that came out of her mouth that I respected so much was something that I think is lost on men and women is our inability to appreciate each other. 
and that is one of the most key components of, of, of being with somebody, whether it's, a, whether it's a business relationship, an intimate relationship, a friendship, a brotherhood, sisterhood. We have got to learn to appreciate each other more. Um, listening audience, everybody that's tuning in, Kenneth Play appreciates you, as, as we hope you all appreciate us. We're back rolling with you. My man Joe from Montana is uh, on the line, and like I said, even Joe came through and was real quiet when MJ was talking. Mm-hmm. And we were, and we appreciate Joe, too. I just want to be the first to say that. Of course that. we appreciate, we appreciate Joe. Joe. Oh, thanks. I, you know, I, I still ain't buying no condo from you that you paid 10000 for and trying to sell it back and, to me and, for $100,000. And, 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 and we don't even care what nobody else say about you. We that's still appreciate business. you. Well, I hope they all saying hate or shit because that's what I'm all about. Yeah. <laughs> and we're back. MJ has left the building, so the boys are back to town. We behaved ourselves for a moment. The last few minutes of the show, we rolling on A. Woo! Lost love. That's what we're talking about today, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, I, and I still want to learn that telepathic thing, brother. I'm saying these gas prices, brother can't be doing a whole lot of chasing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I want to telepathically touch you, baby. I want to telepathically <laughs> touch you, baby. That shit too high. I ain't finna drive way across town and you ain't home. <laughs> <laughs> And I thought that perhaps 
she and I might become something. But then again, it was just my imagination. It was my looking forward to the future rather than it becoming the present. And I learned from that. And I, you know, and I thought to myself after that, I put too much of hope into the future rather than allowing the future to become the present. Now that it's over and done with, stop uh, pining about it, stop wondering what if, and move my ass on. Well, sometimes, brother, sometimes you just got to get a better car, man. <laughs> it wasn't about the car. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, that lady didn't want to let go of her investment. Shit, you can't come riding up there, no pinto, dude. <laughs> Are you kidding? My horse was good enough, but no pay. What the hell? <laughs> she wasn't leaving part the man. <laughs> oh, uh-uh. uh, no. She wasn't leaving part the. You come up there, no pinto, Joe. Come on. Oh, I know. Look, hey, better car, better horse. But what, what can I tell you? <laughs> yeah, you baby. Know. Yeah. And and that's what it is. And and Joe just said something in his statement as he was, you know, sharing his moment with you about investing too much on, on, on hedging too many bets on the future. What we've got to engage in, I remember I have a, 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 a statement that I used to tell women, I can't tell you about forever and tomorrow. I can tell you about today. Now, some women thought that was cold-hearted. It's not cold-hearted. I'm actually being very truthful and realistic with you, but you prefer to hear somebody telling you about next year and 10 years and 20 years from now when truth be told, whether you are an atheist or you believe in whatever you believe in, ain't none of us know what's coming 10, 20 years from now. But I can tell you about today, and we should try our best to make today the best day possible for today. And if the sun comes up tomorrow, we should work on tomorrow then. Hedge your bets on the now. Hedge your bets on the moment. I can't give you next year. And anybody that gets to telling you about 20 years and forever and all that stuff, you should be think they're real suspect, homie. All we got is this moment. Because tomorrow is promised to nobody. That's right. You know what I mean? So what we should be, rather than sitting here wasting time making this moment irrelevant, or making this moment negative, we should be engaged in making this moment positive mm-hmm. and, and, and a delight for both of us. Don't I engage firm- in I firmly agree with you. Firmly agree with you. Today is today. The moment is now. Grasp it. Absolutely. All the two could be. Mm. Uh, hold on. I got somebody else trying to join us. Let's hear what they got to say. Uh, 310 Area Code, you're on live with Kenneth Play Play. Welcome to the show. What's up, my brother? How you doing, man? I'm one of uh, P da- uh, Daddy's uh, artists. So I came in on the late show. I just called in, so I wasn't hearing what was going on. But I was, uh, Daddy, are you there? Yeah, we listening to you on. Everybody in the country can hear you. Everybody in the country, there's nobody on Olympic gold. Everybody in the world could eat right about now, so say it loud. <laughs> Olympic gold. That's what I'm talking about. But I didn't hear what you guys were talking about, so I mean, I don't, you know, I don't want to come in and... Well, no, we were... Well, here's, here's, here's the basic synopsis of what we were discussing. We were talking about when, you, you know, too many of us, when we, whether it be male or female, when we get to know each other, we spend way too much time thinking about tomorrow and next year 
and yesterday when we should be more focused on right now. I can give you the best of me right now. I I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. You agree or disagree with that? I agree. I agree. So tomorrow is is coming. Uh, You know, all you can do is what's happening today. And what you, you know what I'm saying? That's that's what I do right now. That's why I was telling you about the Olympic gold. That's today. With all these side effects. Right so on. That's the thing. So I need all my people out there to go and check that record out and get to get it to move because I'm living for today. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Since you talking about today, that's so that's not going right now. Can you play some music on it? So we are today. Today is today. <laughs> Absolutely. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us. But I We got anything yeah. in the music collection from the young man? Which one of these songs is here? Well, he got he got several on there. Several, yeah, but the Olympic gold is for the Olympics just right now. Oh, I thought. But you remember, I'm a old I'm a old school guy. You remember to keep that same old feeling always there. Side effect. Back in the days where we're alive and kicking, we're alive and well, man. Dealing with Live, world moving right. records. Then that's today. All right, we we're going through the collection right now. Let's see if we if we don't have something of yours in the music archives. I promise you, by next week we will. And we'll definitely oh. drop it on the good people. I know I know my manager ain't gonna sit up and tell me he ain't got nothing. Cause we talking about today, right? We talking about don't play it on tomorrow and not yesterday, we talking about today. So <laughs> well, I, I know got, my manager got today hey, on, on on I got me on the list today. I just wanna say I got demoted. Say you I got, got the song. Don't say nothing yeah. but you got the song. We talking about today. But I just wanna say I got next week. We talking about today. I was just saying that I got demoted in two seconds. A few minutes ago, I was a label. In the next two seconds, I was a manager. So, man, I got well, kicked. Well, you all, you all, all that today. <laughs> I'm going to be, be washing dishes in a few minutes. I know, because if you don't come with that. Okay, hold on, hold on. You did. All right, my man, we going to orchestrate that and get your music on yeah, here. Yeah, we we're going, so, through, the, we going uh, through the music right now, right, man. We got we're going it. through the music right the now. And to the thousands of people that's on the air listening to your station, this is a good station. I listen to you all the time. I, I was really calling to check on that, that little girl from a couple of weeks ago. She was crazy. I don't know what was happening, but I know y'all got her straight. But the thing is, man, I love y'all. And I keep everything going and keep the day going because I know by the end of the day or by the end of the show, I'm going to be hearing a good record. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh we going to definitely check the music archive for that one, and we go going um, correct that problem if there is one. It may just be that there's too many songs, and we're running down into the last few minutes of the show. Um, first of all, the young man just made a wonderful point, and we appreciate the love that's been given to us, and we give it back. We, um, we apologize for a little hiatus we had to take. We had some business we needed to take care of on a personal nature and we just took some time off because, truth be told, sometimes when you've been doing, a lot of times, a lot of y'all who are just tuning in to us, we're not fly by night. We've been here since 2009. Is it 2009, K-Biddy? Yep, 2009. Every Sunday we've been here 2009, and you get a little burnt because we're human beings too. We have personal issues and personal business that we need to tend to, and that's all we need to, you know, we're just a little bit burnt out, and if. If you ever really missed us, trust me, there are hundreds of shows in the archive that you can check us out on. That's just sitting there. But we back, we live. Joe from Montana is riding shotgun. Mm-hmm. This week we're a little politically correct because we had author N.J. Duffy on. 
next week, <laughs> next week the testosterone will be back. Oh yeah, we will be talking shit. <laughs> we will be pissing a few women off and a few brothers too, because uh, some of y'all, all oh, next week's show is gonna be the business. Basketball wives or basketball hood rats. I cannot wait to get started on that topic right there. Because I am telling you, I got so many opinions on it, it don't even make sense. Basketball hood rats. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's what we're going to be touching on next week. Basketball wives or basketball hood rats. You tell us what we're working on. But this week, we're going to finish off the topic of lost love and second chances on a positive note. Um, Joe shared something personal. Hey, Diddy shared something personal earlier, and he said something very profound. Because he's always getting on me, talking about, you don't give me no credit, dog, when I say profound stuff. You know what I mean? He said something very profound of that. He did not realize that he was in love until the romance was over. And that happens to too many of us too often. Because sometimes you're in it and you don't even realize what's going on until and then, it's yeah. gone. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, you're right. A lot of people don't realize it. And too bad we don't teach that to our kids. That, uh, And also to dovetail on what you were saying too, Tony. You know, if you've got love and it's today, don't take it for granted. Because if it's gone and you can't get it back, that's when you appreciate it the most. But it's lost. Real talk. And sometimes, you know, it, the, the circumstances of losing it is um, it's something that some people hold on to for a lifetime. And what it does is affects the next thing that comes your way. You don't even realize it. It's truly not over of that circumstance from yesteryear or yesterday, you know. But stay in the moment. Stay in, stay in the moment. moment. And remember, everybody knows this statement, whether you believe in God or anything or whatever you do. But the gospel truth is this. Tomorrow is promised to no man, woman, child, cat, rat, dog, roach, or worm. Today is all you have. So for the ears that are out there listening, go ahead. No, I was just going to say I found that uh, a record that uh, uh, Mr. Augie from Side Effect world-renowned side effect requested. Oh, well, sir, by all means, put it on so we can have make sure he has a good day, because that's oh, what we're, we're all about. We're going to have a good day. This is Olympic Gold by Side Effect on World Movement Records. Right there for the Olympics, y'all, in London this year. Here it go.
Hello? We're here, back five. Can a player play in the building? I somehow... Yeah, we went on had to cut that one short. We were down to the last minute of the show, but that's Olympic Gold World Movement Records, all your side effect. Available wherever you get your music from. You can go get that one right now. But I just want to get that one in because we like down to the last 57 seconds of the show. And we have to go and throw it in the. Uh, I've got to tell you something. If you want an electric slide, man. I love you, Joe. I got. We gonna see I y'all next week. Same bad time, same bad time. Gonna play a play. Okay. Yes, indeed. And I think Joe got a fan because uh, I let her in. Are you there? Oh, I love this from Joe. Joe. Oh. Oh, Jesus H. Jesus. <laughs> Can't you give me peace before? Ah, why do you have to call in now? You only got a middle left. You have to call in and say that. Ah, for God's sake. Next week on the show. show. I love you, Joe. <laughs> we'll be back next week, y'all. Remember, basketball wise, basketball hood rat. Can a player play? And we out. See you all. Bye-bye. Uh, feeling fresher than I imagined. I'm